Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fitness First Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Mays of Jake's Fitness and Nutrition Coaching. And today we're going to be talking about which type of cardio is best for overall fat loss. So it's either going to be the long, slow, and sustained cardio, or it's going to be the high intensity interval training cardio. So we're going to make a case for both. And then overall, I'm going to give you my personal opinion kind of here at the end. So why is there even an argument? Uh, so it's hotly debated because a lot of people think the long, slow cardio is better for fat loss because technically the ratio of what you're burning is uh, body fat. But what a lot of people don't understand is just because you liberate the body fat in order to burn it for uh, the long sustained cardio doesn't mean that you will. So your body will liberate more fat storages than it needs at the time to be getting it ready because it takes longer to use it as energy. So it won't use all of it and it will reuptake what it doesn't use. So just because it liberated it from the fat storage doesn't mean it won't restore it. So that's kind of that's kind of what a lot of people don't get is they're like, well, I'm in a fat burning mode, like sort of, but you won't use near as much of it as you think. And what you don't use will be restored. So you didn't actually burn it. It just was liberated and then restored. On the high intensity interval training side, you are going to burn more calories per minute of work at a higher intensity than at a lower one. So more calories overall means that you will need to liberate more body fat storages in order to make up the calorie deficit that you're creating through the exercise. The reason a lot of people argue it is because during high intensity interval training, typically you burn more carbohydrates, but the carbohydrates are giving you more energy to work out harder, longer, faster. So another physiological process is, is at work here and it's called EPOC. EPOC stands for exercise post-oxygen consumption. And what that means is once you're done with a high intensity interval training, your body is no longer at an equilibrium. So it takes time for your body to bring itself back to the equilibrium state. So homeostasis, I don't know if you remember that from middle school biology, but the word homeostasis just means like the, like normal, like normal levels. So the amount of time that it takes in order to bring it back to that point, you're burning additional calories to get back to normal, back to homeostasis, back to uh, a level a level state. So you don't just burn calories for the 15 minutes that you do the high intensity intervals. You also continue to burn calories after the fact as well. So for the long sustained efforts, so long and slow, you come back to equilibrium very fast. So you don't really get the same epoch effect like you do from the high intensity interval training. If you've ever done orange theory, they're really big on this and they talk about it a lot. And, and it, and it's really, in my opinion, it's really good uh, to have that because you will continue to burn calories after the fact. Now, which one is really better than the other? That's, that's where it gets kind of dicey as far as what the recommendation should be, because it depends on your goal, depends on where you're starting. So for instance, if you're 70 and you've never worked out ever, or you haven't in 30, 40 years, I don't know that high intensity interval training is going to be for you. And even though you can burn more calories in that given time, which is more efficient, still the problem is that one, it's going to be painful. High intensity interval training is, is painful. I mean, it, it really is when you're really pushing it. 
So you may not want to do it. And so it may not be sustainable long-term, but it also requires a certain amount of power to it. So it, it, require, it requires you to push harder on, on a rower or a bike or, or running, swimming, like whatever cardio you're doing. And so you may not have the power yet in order to push it to that point where it becomes a high intensity. So it may not be a great option at first. You might want to start with longer walks, uh, longer sustained efforts on the bike or the rower so and, and resistance training so that you can develop the power needed in order to eventually get to the high intensity interval training. Now, if you're not in that category and you're you know a pretty normally developing adult, uh, you're not severely overweight, but you do want to lose weight or you do want to improve your cardiovascular endurance, high intensity interval training is a really awesome pick for me personally, because it takes less time, which for a lot of busy people, that's a huge thing is, is fitting in a workout to the really busy day. So it takes less time. Like I said, you continue to burn calories after you finish, which is huge because that keeps it going for, you know, I forget what the, what the exact number is, but it's 24 to 48 hours after exercise. Uh, so keeping that moving is also helpful as far as burning enough calories to be in that deficit. But like I said, it does require a little bit of pain, a little bit of power in order to get to that high intensity. So in my personal opinion, I would think high intensity interval training is going to be the pick for most people. Uh, But like most things, like any diet or anything else, it's going to be what you can stick to. So none of this matters. The epoch effect, the, you know, the long, low intensity cardio, like none of that matters if you can't sustain it over a long period of time, because the best training plan is the one you can stick to. The best nutrition plan is the one you can stick to. That's why I don't come on here and shit on vegans or try to, you know, say that people that do keto are stupid because ultimately if it works for you and it keeps you in the gym and it keeps you moving day to day, then that's probably the best one for you. Science is great. Human studies are great. All that's awesome. And I I like to read them. I like to cite them as evidence for my opinions on things. But at the end of the day, if you're not going to stick to it, it doesn't really matter. Because optimal doesn't necessarily exist for everybody. Some people do what they can with what they got. So some people who don't have as much time and you don't really like the pain of high intensity interval training... It may just be something that you need to try to get used to and you try to implement into your day. Um, And then at the very, very least, if you can't do that because you just hate it so much, then maybe try to have, you know, break up the days where you do some days you do a long, slow walk and then other days you do resistance training. That way it's not one long session that's two hours long. It's just one session that's an hour, another session that's an hour on different days. So there's definitely ways to make whatever you need work. In my personal opinion, the best way to burn body fat in the shortest amount of time is going to be sticking to a high intensity interval training schedule. I think it's less monotonous. It keeps you engaged a little bit better, uh, at least personally. Again, these are all, fuck, these are all opinions, you know, <laughs> take, them, take them for what you will. But in my personal opinion, that's how you're going to get the most bang for your buck as far as uh, burning body fat goes with your cardio efforts. But like I said, guys, at the end of the day, stick to what you, or do what you know you're going to stick to. 
if you know you're going to stick to long, slow efforts as opposed to high intensity efforts with your cardio, then by all means, just do that. Don't worry about changing everything about yourself. Do what works for you. And I promise you're going to see the best results long term. So if you want to learn anything more about uh, cardio, high intensity, low intensity, you can check me out on Instagram at Jake's Coaching. I put out a lot of free content around training and then also you know, recommendations for fat loss. If you have any questions about coaching, you can go to my website, www.jakescoaching.com. And I really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to the podcast and I will see you next time.